So it has been a while since I've had an interview, and I have an amazing one coming up. They'll be airing tomorrow with Gary Henderson, the founder of the Draft Towers NFT project, Gary Club on Clubhouse, the social connector software that helps creators build amazing audiences through gamifying engagement, and so many other things. However, in that episode, we don't really dive down into the tech. And in this episode, I want to give you just a little preview, just tying everything together that I've said about Giraffe Towers, about Gary and everything. Because if you've been listening to the show, you've heard me mention it in a lot of places. But there's so much going on here in Gary's world. However, I'm going to try to condense everything down into one simple narrative today. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So in the depths of the pandemic, when everything was absolutely crazy, we were all under lockdown. This app came up called Clubhouse. I've spoken about it before, but is the predecessor to social audio and what we now know as Twitter spaces and all the different apps that have come up since that. But Clubhouse was the first one that really explored that. And during lockdown, it just absolutely exploded. Everyone was on there. There was a waiting list to get onto it. It was iOS only. And it was one of those things that just really caught fire. It was there at the right time, the right place, and everything just grew overnight. It was crazy. So one of the people, the rising stars that really popped up on this platform and built an audience and a name for himself was Gary Henderson. He started the Gary Club because the way Clubhouse is organized, well, at the time, they're houses now, but they were called clubs. And you would join different clubs for various topics. So just to give you an idea of some of the clubs that I'm in, there's one called the Fast Growth Strategies. And I think that was the first one I came into because that was Kim Walsh Phillips. She was the one who actually told me about Clubhouse. And she is uh, someone that teaches marketing and sales and building up leads and what have you. The Disruptive Entrepreneur, I believe that's with Rob Moore. It's been a while since I've been on Clubhouse. So I'm going through this right now, just looking at this and telling you all the different ones. There's 24-7's Competition, which is all about sports and athletes. The Future of Marketing, Self-Explanatory, Social Media Examiner. That's all about the different things that's happening with Michael Selzner, of course, from socialmediaexaminer.com. He has his own club in here. And a lot of these people that are familiar from different things, such as real estate, YouTube, marketing, uh, they all popped up. They ended up having their own clubs, building a platform. Because when we're locked down, we couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't have conferences. We couldn't meet. So people were just hopping on this and speaking. So if you've ever been in Twitter spaces or you're listening to podcasts, I think you're a big fan and see the value in audio. Well, that was just something that came along at the right time and really caught fire. Well, Gary was there and that's where he built his audience. He wasn't like one of these guys that was like, say, Tony Robbins or Dean Graciosi, who had massive followings and a huge name and uh, brand recognition through the industry. Well, he came on the platform. Sure, he had a business. He was an entrepreneur for years. However, he wasn't known and his name wasn't necessarily a brand as it is now. All those things that I said earlier with Club Gary and Gary Cohen and so forth, none of that existed before he came on Clubhouse. So just by hopping on there, helping creators, he was able to build a name for himself. And his club, the Gary Club, was created to help Creators make money in the creator economy. Now, that is a very broad definition and description of the club, but that is exactly what they do. So, of course, now he's in Web3 doing all the stuff, but the mission of everything that he builds is the same as the Gary Club, helping creators in the creator economy to make money. So, as far as what's going on, the first jump into Web3 was via the Gary token, and that was on the Rally platform. Rally absolutely 
was revolutionary, bringing a lot of people over into Web3 in the sense that they had these creator tokens where you'd apply as a creator, you had an audience and so forth. And usually they were taking the people with the massive audiences. So those big influencers that we know from various platforms such as Instagram and wherever else. And I think they had a minimum number of followers that you could possibly have. Well, anyways, long story short, he ends up launching his social token way before he had one of those massive audiences. He just called his shot on Clubhouse and he luckily or I should say, was in the right place at the right time with his hard work on the platform, was able to get a token. So it was absolutely amazing to see exactly what was happening there. So as far as engagement, building an audience, community building, all of that, when I say that this is someone who really understands it, it's because he has lived it out. And this is something that I can say I was able to witness from afar, if you will, because when I used to come on Clubhouse, I literally used to see this guy day in and day out. So as far as building an audience from scratch, in a relatively short period of time, monetizing it and putting everything that he knows with his entrepreneurial skills together, bridging it with Web3. That's why he was such an interesting guest. And we'll go more into that in the episode when you listen to that tomorrow. However, bridging everything over together. Now, as far as after this, of course, we know if you've been listening to the show that the rally token or the rally platform failed. However, Unlike many of those creators that had their communities and everything onboarded over there, the Gary coin and his community didn't just crumble. It just didn't go by the wayside and was forgotten about. He ported that over onto Solana, rebuilt it, if you will, honor the community, started doing his own thing, built his own platform called The Social Connector, which is just an amazing platform, which I'll get into in a second. But all of that is built on Solana. So the Gary token is now a Solana token, just like if you're familiar with the Ethereum ecosystem. So all of those meme coins and everything that's popping up over on Ethereum and the DeFi community and all those uh, different things everyone is doing, various NFT projects have their ERC20 tokens and so forth. Well, you can do that very same thing on Solana. So the Gary Gary token is a token running on the Solana blockchain. So it is not its own blockchain. It is a token running on that blockchain just for simplicity, right? So after Rally fell, that's where the Gary token went. And unlike with those other ones, like I said, they didn't just go by the wayside. The community fell apart. Nope, they stuck around with them. Remember, a lot of these people have been riding with Gary from Clubhouse and have been building their creator businesses, whether they're YouTubers, podcasters, bloggers, um, you name it. Uh, just a whole bunch of people that do different things, speaking on stages and just anything that you could possibly think of that requires content building connections with people. They're in the Gary Club. So now when it came to the NFT project, which by the way, was after the launch of the initial Gary token, but before the launch of the Solana version of it. So that's in between here. I'm jumping a little bit, but sandwiching that into the timeline of things. The Ethereum-based Giraffe Tower NFT project. That was my first connection with him now in Web3. So I was aware of him on Clubhouse, but after I discovered Web3, Twitter spaces started to pop up. I won't lie, I sort of jumped ship from Clubhouse, forgot about the app, and I was just so entrenched into Twitter and what was happening with spaces and everything. So it wasn't until I came across the Giraffe Towers NFT project and I realized like, wait a minute, this is the guy from Clubhouse. So it was like a rediscovery of Gary, if you will. Well, anyways, I jumped into this thing and I ended up getting my first set of giraffes. I think it was a three 
I believe, that I had initially. And if you listen to the other episodes, you'll know that it was just like overwhelmed for me. I was in so many different communities, so many discords, and I was just like mind blown. I, like, I could not keep track of everything. And I realized that although there are some great communities that I was a part of, I just was not able to get involved as much as I could. And I wasn't taking advantage of the utility. So I scaled down. I left a whole bunch of discords. And unlike many of the NFTs that were in my bag, the floor price of the drafts were not down significantly. And if you follow my wallet or you ever follow my story and the things that I'm minting and buying and so forth, you'll see that I rarely sell anything. I'm more of a collector than an investor when it comes to NFTs. And I just hop into communities and I just meet new people, hang out. And at the end of the day, my goal is to build a business within the space. So the goal was never just flipping JPEGs for the long term. It was always under the assumption that I would build a business because I always want to go business to business because anything that is massive, all these big uh, businesses that you look around the world, these enterprises, they are for the the most part, servicing businesses in some way or another. Yes, consumer-facing brands are cool and everything, but I always knew that eventually, or the main goal for me was getting into business to business, and I knew I needed a network, and I needed communities, and meet the right people, and so forth. So I'm getting into these communities, and I was just overwhelmed. So many of them, I didn't know what to do with them. The price of this one was way up, so I won't lie. I ended up taking the profits, and as everything else with the market was spiraling out of control, what have you, I ended ended up staying in the loop, following exactly what they're doing. I thought they were doing some really cool things. I stayed in that Discord. And eventually, of course, you know the story. A few months later, I ended up buying back into the project in time for them to migrate from Ethereum over to Solana. Now, that made a lot of sense for the, this particular project in the sense that the Ethereum tokens, the gas was extremely expensive. It was not the most efficient contract. Also, not to mention there was so much tech that was connected to this thing that being able to do it on Solana where you could have fast, cheap transactions. It just made more sense. Not to mention the fact that they were not honoring these royalties over on Ethereum. Of course, OpenSea and all that, it just it was a complete nightmare. And if you're someone who is a creator trying to build something and you're looking on royalties and looking at doing multiple transactions, building community and such, well, all those things made the Ethereum ecosystem just not attractive. So needless to say, they ended up transferring over and went from Ethereum over to Solana. Now, in order to do that, he used his software, which does way more than what I'm about to say. But in summary, uh, you're able to uh, connect your wallet up there. You have a custodial wallet that you're able to use. You don't need seed phrases and such, and you're able to onboard a community into Web3 using this software. Now, using the same exact software and the Gary token on Solana, I know this is a lot of things, right? So we really did not dive into all of this during the discussion. That's why I'm giving you this little pre-episode, if you will, of everything so that you know all the different moving parts and everything. Because when you hear Gary speak about this stuff, he just makes it seem so simple. And of course, the focus and the goal is building audiences and helping creators create revenue and engaging with people. So we don't really discuss all of this tech, but if you are a techie and you're trying to figure out how is this tying into Web3 NFTs and such, well, this episode is a prerequisite for that one because that one is more so about the journey and the people that are involved and all the cool stuff, but not necessarily diving down the rabbit hole of the tech. So I'm trying to sum that up right now. So, of course, going back to this whole thing, Social Connector, that software, which was where you're able to do the migration. You just paid 100 Gary token, and that token would be then minted and transferred into your wallet on the Solana network. So 
the image on the original one changes to a migrated image and the new token, which is on the new blockchain, has the image that was on the original one, if that makes sense. So your giraffe is going to look the same once you move it from Ethereum over to Solana. Now, you're not doing some magical bridge and moving that token and somehow transferring it over. What you're actually doing is creating a new token on the Solana blockchain with the image that was associated with the Ethereum one. So that's a simple version of it. And in order to do that transaction, you're paying for it in the Gary token. As I explained earlier, the Gary token is a token on the Solana network. So all these moving parts, everything is in there. But that social connector software that you're able to do this on, this is like the cool thing that glues all of this stuff together. Now, if your head is spinning, like, don't worry, I'm going to land the plane. I'm going to make it very simple for you and glue it all together with this social connector. And it's pretty funny because the name is social connector. And that's what I'm going to use to connect everything. Okay, this initial story started off as a relatively unknown entrepreneur on Clubhouse building an audience. He ends up with a social token on a platform which later fails. He has an NFT project and community built for creators on a blockchain that's really not feasible for all the amazing things that he's trying to do. And then lastly, Twitter Spaces, Clubhouse, and all these other social platforms are rented land. In other words, they could kick you off at any time. So if you're a creator building an audience and a business, it is very, very nerve-wracking, if you will, to know that you are trusting that platform to sustain your business and your livelihood. So Web3, NFTs, and all this stuff on the blockchain makes it very attractive for anyone that does not want to rely on algorithms or the rules of the platform. So let's just say you just happen to be speaking about a particular thing that is no longer accepted, tolerated, or popular with the owner of that platform, they could easily shut down your business, kick you off. It doesn't matter what kind of business you have or what stance you have or anything. If you just don't agree with them, they can kick you off. Why? Because if it's their house, you have to play by their rules. So anyone that is building an audience, creating any sort of value or community of anything of that nature, Web3 is an attractive option. Not to mention that having your own data and not relying on those platforms, because trust me, they have so much data on you, it just makes it so much better when you as the business owner has access to all of that metrics, the people directly and everything, you can't get kicked off. And that's where Social Connector comes in. You build that audience, you have NFTs, you have tokens, you have all the stuff to engage. And cool thing about it is you're able to really incentivize your audience, if you will, gamify them into participating within your community. So just to give you a quick example, I ran a test. There is a way that you can actually use these community tokens, if you will, to reward participants for liking and sharing and engaging with your content. So I ran a test. I ran a $10 ad on Twitter just to see how much engagement I would get from that versus promoting it through Social Connector. And I can tell you, once you convert everything out into dollars, I was able to beat Twitter's engagement for $10 with about 20 cents using the Social Connector and the Social Coins. So I know that is a mouthful, that is a lot, and I'm not going to go into all the tech and all the details. 
in the episode tomorrow, but that is why I just wanted to give you all of this to let you know that there is a lot going on in this ecosystem and the best way that you could possibly uh, get involved with all of this, because I could literally turn this into a two hour episode or uh, break this up into multiple parts and just go all over the place. But to get involved with what's going on, just follow him, Gary Henderson. There is Club Gary, Giraffe Towers. I'll put all this stuff in the show notes, of course, and you can get into the Discord. You can just snoop around, check out some of the tech. And I mean, it is just very cool. So if you're interested in trying to build an audience or engage with your current audience, whether it is that you have a customer base for a brick and mortar business or you do something that requires you to put out content to help build your business, well, this sort of stuff is gonna be right up your alley because these are all creative people that are putting out content, building audiences, engaging with people, and using Web3 technology to just gamify the whole situation, and the return on investment is just crazy. What I just compared, $10 on Twitter ads to about 20 cents worth of social tokens using this platform, absolutely crazy. So. Hopefully you found all that interesting. I went all over the place. I know a lot of heavy stuff, but I encourage you to tune into the interview tomorrow. And I think you'll just be really impressed. You'll like this guy, everything that's going on there and uh, look forward to hearing from the community down the line because I would love to have some of the OGs that followed him on from uh, the early days on Clubhouse and they're still in the community. They're still raging for it. Web3, everything is on fire. Everything is going down. SEC, Gary Gensler, and a lot of people are running from the space, but he has built up such a tribe that they are just amazing and they're standing tall, pun intended, (laughs) during this market cycle with everything. These giraffes, I mean, they're sticking around. So it is absolutely amazing and I would love to have some of them on, but tune into that interview and look down the line, just a little preview, heads up to know that more is coming. So as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.